Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship, and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight, you are joining me here on this show called The Pleasure Zone. And this particular episode is The Pleasure of Prioritizing. I know, it doesn't sound like fun, does it? It sounds almost like, hey, where's the anal? Where's having some oral? What's going on? Like, where's where's the sex in this? promise you there's going to be sex in this because I love talking about sex. So we are going to be talking about sex and priorities. I know. Who knew that those go together? And they can. And we will be talking about that. So my questions to you are, have you ever actually avoided prioritizing pleasure? Like, have you noticed that you do that? Have you noticed that maybe all of your priorities are other things like work or moving or money or that you've actually forgotten that pleasure is and can be part of all of that. Pleasure doesn't mean that you need to be um, like humping everything that you do. Pleasure is about the experience that you receive in your body that has your body feel totally awake, alive, and a joy of embodiment. That's really what I'm talking about when I'm talking about pleasure is like the joy of knowing you have a body and feeling it and like sensing all of your senses and expanding all of your senses and just just like really basking in everything that has your body know that it's alive. Sometimes, you know, pain is one of those things that helps us know we're alive, but also pleasure is a great Pleasure in the sense of like your body just feeling like a sense of being tantalized and like energy moving through it in a way that it feels revitalized or vitalized in any way. Yeah, that's that's where I'm talking about what I'm talking about. And a lot of times, and what I mean by times is that actual time, you know, those things that we count on clocks, a lot of time the issue is actually time that we look at our day and we go, well, there just isn't enough time for pleasure. I've got to do this and I've got to do that and I've got to do this and I've got to do that. And a lot of those things that we got to do, we tend to put a lot of energy behind them that drags us down, that has us feel stopped. They're kind of like carrying a giant anchor behind us. So if you took off that anchor of I've got to, I've got to, I've got to, and you could even find, for example, a pleasure movement in something that you're doing. I'll give you an example. So when 
if I'm, say, vacuuming the floor, which I do every day because we tend to need to vacuum our floors every day in my house, um, and I have people who come into my home office and I like to have my house tidy for when people show up for my home office. So I'm washing and vacuuming floors pretty much daily. And now this could become drudgery and it could become to the point where I just want to like never let people walk on my floors again. Um, it's There's been times, I can tell you that. And there's also been times where I just want to yell at my family because I'm like trying to keep the house clean, trying to keep my priorities straight, my priorities of having a clean house for my clients to show up in. And that's when I'm forgetting the priority of pleasure. And then if I remember, which I sometimes do, and I can quite remember quite quickly, is to find the pleasure in anything and everything that I'm doing. And I have to tell you, I actually really have a thing where I love uh, watching like little dust balls be sucked up by the vacuum. I quite love it. And I love... Uh, watching my carpet be clean. And uh, so there's something very gratifying and satisfying about vacuuming in general. Even like vacuuming dust off of plants can be super gratifying and satisfying. So when you can look at the result or the sensation that your body feels in receiving sort of the joy of watching results in front of your eyes immediately, it can be so fun. And my friend who's also producing me tonight, Rhonda, says that she loves seeing the canister being filled and then dumping it into the trash. I actually, I love it too. It's weird, but I actually really love that. And it blows my mind that like every day I can get a full canister of dust. Like I don't even know how it's physiologically possible for three people and no pets to create the amount of dust that we do. But we're like professional dust makers in my house. Plus, we burn wood for our stove for our heat. So we have extra kind of dust and soot going on. But there's something so gratifying about dumping out that stuff out of the canister as well. And so you can find pleasure in daily things. And for some people, it is pure drudgery. And it is purely, purely something that you can't stand. And that I respect too. If it is something that... You know, your whole life you were like tortured by your parents to uh, vacuum or you were uh, literally tortured with vacuums or something. Like there are different levels of torture. For some people, it's just emotional, just and there's never anything as just emotional. But for some, it would be like being tortured by your parents to say, you have to go vacuum. You know, it could be that or actually being yelled at or being harmed. So. There there are different kind of ways that uh, you might be turned off of different things. And I'm not saying you have to find joy in them. I'm saying that if there are things that kind of just annoy you and you're like, ugh, the drudgery, you can usually find some joy in those. There are things that you will have like complete aversions to. I have an aversion to, for example, um, taking out dead mice or something not my favorite and it's not not a job I would choose so we live in the country sometimes mice show up my husband is a really good sport about getting the mice out of the house and so that for me 
the only pleasure I can derive from that is the sense that the mice are out of the house. Um, so for me, there is like zero pleasure in pretty much any of the rest of it. It's just like they're out. But he actually likes to go chat with them and he'll take them out and take them for a walk. And, you know, he has these lovely conversations with them because he does that with every living creature because that's my husband. And I don't find pleasure in that, but some people might. Some people might find pleasure in the killing of them or find pleasure in the, uh, you know, results or something as well. It's That's yours to have, your pleasure to have. So finding pleasure in daily tasks can certainly help you in even prioritizing pleasure so that you can have pleasure in everything and anything. You could have pleasure in the dishes, whether it's in the doing or the results or uh, a, a sweet friend of mine, too, she was telling me that she actually really enjoys ironing and she can find great pleasure in ironing when it's um, she's sort of in the mood for it or if she's um, she loves the results of it. And she also loves the sort of meditative quality that it can be as well. And. So there are some jobs that, you know, most people would really, really just like avoid. And at the same time, there are ways you can find pleasure in them. You know, you can either turn it into meditation. You can use it for, for example, ironing. You could be listening to your favorite podcast called The Pleasure Zone while you're ironing. Uh, also, you could be listening to Rhonda's podcast called Rendezvous with Rhonda or my friend Christine's podcast called Inspired Choices. There's already right there three great podcasts you can listen to while ironing that could just make your day so much better. <laughs> just an idea. So if you have... You can listen to all of them from different angles, too, and it would be so neat if we were all talking about similar topics and you could get all these perspectives all at once. Or, yes, one after another and just iron your entire wardrobe. Fabulous. I've only got 250-something episodes. You can just put them all on for weeks and just have a heyday cleaning your house listening to these shows. So there's ways that you can add pleasure to things that you don't find pleasurable. And there are ways to find pleasure in things that you don't actually, you know, have pleasure in either. So what other things are you avoiding prioritizing pleasure for? So daily tasks is definitely one that is pretty common. And there's also things like even paying bills, which is part of daily tasks, making food. Um, so I mentioned cleaning mostly because that's something that I do often and that I had recently just started to be able to find pleasure in that I wasn't finding pleasure in. Um, and there are days that I don't and there are days that I still want to like just scream, clean your effing space, blah, blah, blah. There I have those days. I, I still have those days. And then I have to look at what are my priorities. Are my priorities a clean house or a happy me and a happy family? What are what are these things? So what so first figuring out what are your priorities and then figuring out if you can have pleasure in your priorities. 
So if your priorities are things like having a certain amount of money in your bank, maybe you have a target or your priorities are work or your priorities relationships or family or whatever they are, once you know what your priorities are, you can look at them and start to evaluate whether there is any pleasure in your priorities. And if there isn't, you can evaluate different ways of adding pleasure. Like I mentioned, listening podcast or you can add pleasure in different ways where maybe you add conversation. So it could be driving long distance drives or something and you can get um, conversations going with people in the car or conversations on your Bluetooth going. So things that maybe can be drudgery, you can definitely find ways to create pleasure in them. I drive a lot um, and I find that on long distance drives for me where I'm going sometimes three hours in or even longer, I will, I, I'm a natural counter and I have like OCD for counting. And one of my great pleasures and OCD habits is to count things like dots on the road and posts, uh, as well that hold, that are electrical posts. So I'll count wires and posts and different things far ahead of me so that it actually, I, I like to think that it's practicing my, uh, sight so that I can see long distances. But the counting brings me great, great, super great pleasure. And counting by threes gets me so excited. So I can find when there's something that's boring me, if I start counting by threes, my brain feels happy and it's like I can relax. And yes, I know that's rather OCD. And I also know that it works for me. It doesn't interfere with other people's lives or anything like that. And I'm not imposing it on everybody in my space that they all have to count by threes too or they're just not part of the family that's me it's a me thing and i enjoy it so i choose it so when you look at things that maybe are sort of drudgery or how do i get through the day what can you add to your day that will add a little pleasure in so many different ways what can you add you know maybe it's even something that you're going to drink or eat or smell or listen to Adding something so that your pleasure, your senses can be heightened can definitely increase your pleasure. And if that's stimulating yourself, you know, taking the break, you know, I vacuumed the floor, so now my bonus is masturbation. Awesome. Whatever works for you. If you need to give yourself targets uh, to accomplish things that are maybe drudgery for you and then giving yourself that bonus, that's some... That's some belief training there that you then give yourself a little bonus of masturbation after. So that works. Use it. What are some fun things that you can think of that will add some pleasure to your daily routine? That's a little something to think about for you while we head off to this commercial break. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. 
Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaJelenic.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, sweet pleasure seekers. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone, where tonight we're talking about having pleasure be your priority. And how do we prioritize pleasure? Well, I think one of the things I want to get clear on first is what priorities actually mean. And so I thought I'd look up the word prioritize. And I love etymology online. And one of the things that I found was prioritize is a pretty new word. Prioritize itself actually was a word that came around 1972 um, due to some political speech or something like that. So I went back further. And I went back to the origins of the word prior, uh, which is the root of the word priority. And the word prior means first or superior or better. And when you add the I's to it, the I-Z-E, you actually get an action word. So taking the action to make things better. And I think that's a pretty, to me, that's a pretty interesting um, way to look at it. So priorities, the way I've ever seen it is what's important to you uh, rather than the how do we make things better. So the word priority itself is actually giving something rank. But I like the root of it, prior, prior, which is more like the real root of the word being how to make things better. And when we look at that is how do we make things better? What are some of the ways we can make things in our lives better by adding some things that will add pleasure? Which is essentially what I was talking about in the first segment of this video show where was telling you a bit about my life, the way that I add some pleasure, whether it's like finding the pleasure in the tasks, like what can I see in the task at hand that I, I, and I will call it a task because we sometimes have things that we're choosing that feel more like a task that is got like, uh, to me, a task is something that we like have to do uh, or feel like we have to do. So 
how do we find pleasure in things where there's have-tos involved? And there are different ways. And it's also to just acknowledge the things that really don't work for you. And like I mentioned, like taking out, you know, mice or dead mice or something, that doesn't work for me. So there are things that I choose and I know this, and I'm just speaking from my own experience. I know that there are things that I choose. Like, I, I, you know, I love having a clean house, but I really prefer to let somebody else clean it. And so I actually, my priority is to have a clean house. Now, do I find great pleasure in spending hours a day or a week trying to maintain and clean the house? Not always. So because a house being clean as a priority to me, I've created a solution for being able to have that and not be aggravated. So I have a person, I have a, a woman who's a magical cleaning woman, and she comes in and cleans my home and does the things that really annoy me, like does, cleans the things that annoy me to clean. I'll clean them, but I don't find a lot of joy in cleaning toilets, but I clean it every day, but I, it's not like I love it. And when she gets in there, she's, and I've actually watched her clean, and there's some kind of crazy, amazing joy that comes out of her when she cleans. So there is there is something in actually gifting a person that job that really enjoys it, and then paying her for it is a great pleasure because she really, like, really gets in there and, and is so happy about doing it. So... Even though my priority is clean house, that doesn't mean I like to do it. So there's not, there are sometimes priorities that you will have too that are things that you might not really want to be um, doing or having to take the action for. So maybe you really like to have a manicured lawn, but you don't really like to have to get out there on a, on a hot day and cut the grass. Well, that's where hiring people comes in. So... Knowing what your priorities is doesn't mean that you're the one who has to take the action in it if there's no pleasure, right? So first of all, that's why I mentioned know what your priorities are. Then look at them and ask if there's pleasure for you in choosing and doing and taking action in any of them or if there's a way that you could create pleasure in them adding things like listening to this podcast, for example, or any of the podcasts on Inspired Choices Network. If that brings you pleasure, awesome. And if even after that, and after like going through all the possibilities that you can possibly think of, there is still no possible pleasure for you in a task, then looking at how to prioritize getting somebody in to do it for you. So what are some things that you know you absolutely require and would make your life better? So we're looking at the word prior and how do we have things become better and the action of making them better. And that doesn't always mean that it's you that has to do that. So just knowing what they are is really helpful. And what I am aware of is very few people know what their priorities are. And I work with people all the time on their priorities. I've worked with people who have been in extreme
extreme health circumstances where they're being told they might only have a certain amount of time to live. And it's always fascinating to me when I ask people in those positions what their priorities are. It is, I would say, to date, I have not yet met a person who said that their health and themselves is a priority, which blows my mind when somebody is basically on death's door, but at the same time makes total sense because if they had been a priority to themselves from the get-go, the chances of having all of the circumstances come into play that would create diseases that would have, you know, us fall apart would be a lot smaller. Yes, I know that's controversial, but if you would like more information on that, you know, you can totally invest in, you know, the gazillion courses that I've taken and get a different perspective on health. Or you can call me and you can have a session with me and we can have a different perspective on health, which includes looking at it from uh, from more of a what action can I take to change this and maybe where are some conflicts that need some resolution that will allow my body to change this where it's like looking at all the emotional stuff, along with the physiological, emotional, spiritual. It's not just the one aspect. It's a multifaceted approach to health that when I work with people. And it's a multifaceted approach to sex, intimacy, and relationships when I work with people. It's never just one thing. So... It blows my mind, like I was saying, that we do not make ourselves a priority. And if that just kind of made you think, then I'd like you to put yourself on that list first. And just put yourself there, and I'm not asking you to take action on that. I'd actually really am curious about how uncomfortable you feel if you had you at the top of your list of priorities. You at the top of the list of things that you would like to have and feel and make better. How does it feel to think that you can be at the top of that list? Or do you have the perception that, no, everything's fine and I don't require anything being better, so whatever? Or do you have the opinion of, I got whatever I need and that's just good enough? Or is it everybody else is a priority and my job is to look after them? Or... There's so many other perspectives on that. And I'm just curious, how does it make you feel to have you at the top of your priority list? And what does that mean to you? Having you as a priority to make you and your life better, what does that actually mean to you? Because what that means to me is very different than what that means to you. So what it means to me to have myself at the top of my list is, well, that's a whole show unto itself. But to begin with, it involves a few things. And some of them have created quite a, um, a, I would say it's like delving into sort of more aspects of me that I, and unveiling parts of myself that, maybe I wouldn't have ever looked at. So when I started to prioritize myself, number one, 
I was able to then be more available for people, be more available for myself, be more available for um, the people in my life that matter to me. Strangely, prioritizing me actually includes everybody, but prioritizing everybody else did not include me. So as I prioritize me, guess what? Even you're included. Even though I don't know you or I do know you, you're even included. And part of me prioritizing myself, I am always looking at where I can gather more information to be a greater source of information to share with people, to be able to contribute to people, to their bodies, to the world, to have greater pleasure in the world, to look at people's different perspectives, to eradicate my judgment, and if that means that that has an effect on other people, bonus. And I look at the different things that are priorities to me, and then I started to break that down. So when I look at things like my the priority of uh, contributing to others, then I broke that down further to go, what does it mean to me to contribute to others? And so part of that is to go, okay, so contributing to others to me means that, you know, for me, it's like, um, part of it's like, having my home looked after that's contributing to to me and to others because that's my family so that's part of it and then contributing to others also includes things like educating myself so that i can have information to share so that's also contributing to others and sharing this radio show is for me contributing to others now your perspective on contributing to others may be completely different than mine. And that's why I ask you to kind of go, what does that mean to me? You know, what do my priorities actually mean to me? Am I just spouting things off because I heard it in a book and there was like top 10 priorities and they sounded so great and that person's successful because they sold 10 million copies of a book. I don't care what they sold. What I care about is what are your priorities and what do they mean to you? So you look at the words, create your priorities. Is there any pleasure in them? If there isn't, and if you can't find a way to add pleasure to them, then hand your priorities over to somebody. If your priority is having your taxes done at a certain time of year and you just you have no pleasure in doing them, hand them over to the tax person. So there are so many resources of people who really actually enjoy a lot of the tasks that you might not enjoy, you can pass over, that can then leave space for you to explore what is pleasure for you, what what can be pleasurable for you. And, uh, you know, there's so, so many ways that we can do that. So there's a fun little thing. You can start your list. Start your list of priorities as we head into this next commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melissa Yelenich 
where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone Radio Show with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzajelenic.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send your questions or comments via email to info at milicajelanich.com Now, back to the program. Welcome back, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight we're talking about pleasure and priorities and how to prioritize pleasure. And what does it mean to prioritize? It's actually putting into action the action of creating things and making things better. Putting them in kind of a hierarchical list of like what is most valuable and important to you, but also how do you have things become better for you? How do you have things become better? Well, first of all, it's really important. Um, the number one step would be to know what you would like to become better. So where are some areas of your life that things are not feeling so great. And because we're on the pleasure zone, I really invite you to look at your relationships on this. Look at your love life. Look at your intimacy. And explore. Are there certain areas of your relationship that work for you? And that, or in your relationship, what do you prioritize? Is part of the priority of your relationship to function as a well-oiled machine who together you get things accomplished and you have your checklist and everything gets checked off your checklist and then you feel satiated, you feel fulfilled. That checklist is taken care of. We woke up, we got the kids off to school, kids came home, we ate, the house is tidy, laundry's done, dog went for a walk, all those things. And that has you feel pretty satiated. And that's cool. And that's really cool. If those are your priorities and your priorities are being looked after, awesome. Now, if those are your drudgeries and there's no pleasure in them at all, 
and they're just tasks that have to be done. Oh my God, we got to get up. Oh my God, we got to get the kids to school. Oh my God, they're coming home. Let's make food. Oh my God, we got to take the dog for a walk. Oh my God, the house is a mess. We got to clean it. Oh my God. And then everything is like, you just like, everything is a heavier and heavier and heavier burden. Ugh. Oy vey. I feel like I just went to Brooklyn and hung out with some of my Jewish friends or something. So, oy vey, what are you going to do? You're going to want to look at all of these things that are so, so heavy for you and find out in your own self-discovery if there's a way that you can add pleasure to them. Let's take that task list of the family of waking up, ugh, waking up oh my god we got to make breakfast oh my god we got to get to the kids to school so in in our house i am not a person who enjoys waking up early i really love sleeping in and i like staying up late i function best between like noon and like one o'clock in the morning and those are my like top notch hours of operation I tend to try and like schedule everything after 12 o'clock because I know I'm going to be better functioning, happier person, and I get things done in the morning. I will probably be awake at 7 or 8, but I don't really want to talk to another human being. (laughs) So I know that about me. I trust that about me, and I like to get my stuff done in my own headspace, in my own quiet time. And so knowing that about me um, is also something that I'm aware of in our family in general is we're just not morning people. We will get up, but we're not social in the morning. So one way to get motivated is that I will, a lot of times my daughter needs motivation by touch. So I'll go in and, and sometimes giving her a cuddle, a morning cuddle will motivate her to get up or... Um, sometimes I go extreme, and you guys might think this is violent and mean and rude, but in our house, it's a big joke. Sometimes, if I'm having a gassy morning, I'll walk into a room, I'll fart, and I'll walk out, and I'll go, you're welcome, and then she'll go, oh, all right, mom, get up. <laughs> but that's, um, and then there are days where she'll do that to me, too, and that's how we share the love in our house. And always followed by a you're welcome because we are gifting something precious (laughs) to each other. But um, when you know what will get your response and what will get results, you kind of work with it, even if that's farting in your kid's room to get them out and out of bed. Not a lot of people want to sit in a room that's got a fart sitting in it. I can't believe I'm talking about this on The Pleasure Zone, but... There are people who are fetishists for farts, and I hope that turns you on. And if that's something that you enjoy, I am there for you because I have a capacity for that. And uh, there you go. I have a capacity for holding on to you. I don't have to fart, but I can almost do it on command if I needed to. So just saying. So as my daughter, she's a response to it, obviously. She'll get up. This And then she'll report it to her friends. So her friends have stayed over and she's like, whatever you do, get up in the morning or my mom will come in and she'll fart on us. 
So her friends, every time, I kid you not, her friends are up at the crack of freaking dawn. And I laugh because I swear Ziva warns every single one of them that if you don't get up, my mom's going to fart on us. So they do. They get up. And so just what are your priorities? Getting back to the priorities is that my priority is to find fun and laughter and things as well. And so if I can bring that in some way, even to the morning, to get started off on a different foot, I will do that. And if that means gas in my house, house up, uh, that I can do that too. So what are your priorities and where can you find fun in things? And so I find fun in waking up my kid in the morning, even though it's not my most fun thing to have to do. I can find a fun way to do it and add pleasure to that. See how pleasure isn't always having copulation. Pleasure can be laughter that makes you laugh or gets a response or um, thinking of some of the really bad ones. But um, yeah, where can you add that pleasure? And in relationships too. So I was talking about like the parenting tasks that we often go through. And just even in relationship, if you're both working all the time and like, prioritizing what gets what is important to you in your home environment if you're sharing a space that if if it's a task that's becoming a burden or you don't feel appreciated is now the time to hire somebody so that you know this doesn't lead to fights or that are unnecessary because there are lots of people in the world who need jobs and sometimes it's just either having the money or the ability to either trade or gift somebody. Uh, um, I originally started with trading my housekeeper for sessions. She wanted sessions and I wanted a clean house. Uh, Now I pay her and she doesn't really need sessions anymore. She's doing a lot better. So there are ways that you can actually get the things that you would like and there's lots of ways to negotiate them that don't always involve cash if cash is the issue if you're like nice for you you have a house cleaner i have her once a month and she creates sanity for me and i know that and so what do you require to create some sanity and some pleasure for you as well and sometimes you know guys out there if you're not really a contributor to cleaning the house how you know if if your partner isn't somebody who um has like OCD habits around the house and sh- and your partner's like okay with having the house cleaned by somebody else hiring somebody can be a great gift because for me when my husband pays for the house cleaner it's kind of like you know that's that's the equivalent of I would say like half an hour of foreplay and I'm not so tired cuz I didn't have to clean the house and my body's already relaxed because, you know, and that's like that half an hour into foreplay. And I, I'm like willing to go for quickies at that point because I'm like, all right, I'll have a quickie. My house is clean and I didn't have to do it. And there you go. I'm already turned on because my house is clean. It's the weirdest, weirdest thing, but I'm telling you guys, it works. So if you really are like wondering why is your woman so tired all the time and why doesn't she ever want to have sex with you? Well, find out what her priorities are. If her priority is a clean house and she's the one cleaning it all the time 
And she, you know, and you're like, well, why are you doing that? It's fine. Well, her priority is her priority. Find out if she's open to having a house cleaner and then find the space while that house cleaner is cleaning the house. Find that space to have some time with your partner, have some intimacy, whether that's even just going out and looking at each other, having a coffee and staring at each other, going out for a wine and having a lovely evening, or even just sitting at home and looking at each other and being in each other's presence with no interference. This is where the Wi-Fi gets turned off, all your gadgets get put away, all your distractions are gone. It's just you and your lover together. And that's, that, for me, is a massive priority, is presence with everyone. So, and when I'm not feeling a sense of presence, my priority is to get to the place where I I am present before I go any further. So even, um, say for example, with my daughter, my priority is presence. So if she's saying something to me and I'm not listening, I will literally say, can you hold for a second so that I can really hear you? And Sometimes she'll get frustrated and I said, but I'm actually really interested in what you have to say and I'm not listening right now. I know that. Can you just wait a second so I am listening? And I personally, if somebody said that to me, I would appreciate that. If they just said, just wait a second. I want to hear you. I'm interested in what you have to say. Just give me a second. So where, and so my priority for me is to actually be heard and to hear others. And so I create that by in my home by saying stuff like that. And also my clients uh, generally are talkers, so I will, my priority is to be present and listen with them as well. And that's not always true for everyone. So if your priority is to be listened to or to be heard, then... Knowing that, you can actually seek out people who will hear you. And if it isn't your partner, because maybe your partner's just not there yet and can't be present to hear you, if your priority is to be heard, find a source to get that out. And so for me, I love being heard, so I have a radio show. You could do that too. You can actually contact Inspired Choices Network and you can have your own radio show and be heard. What a great novel idea. You can find a coach. There's so many of us on Inspired Choices Network. Find a coach and you can be heard by them as well. There's so many great outlets to be heard. If that's a priority for you and you're not finding that in relationship, even finding ways through coaching to be able to get that is helpful too. So finding what are your priorities? Are there any pleasure in them? Do you need to outsource for some of them to get your priorities accomplished and then following up with some other we're going to follow up with some other things so got your list we know where we're going and we're going to head off to our next commercial break so you're listening to the pleasure zone here on inspired choices network and we'll be right back after this commercial are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? 
Lean In Now with Milica Jelanić, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Milica Jelanić, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at milicajelanich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, sweet pleasure seekers. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone, and tonight we're talking about the pleasure of prioritizing. And what is that? It's like taking the action to create things to be even better in your life. And because this is a pleasure zone, and we kind of tapped into relationships a little bit, um, just some different ways that we can kind of add fun and play even into our lives. Yes, I told you guys about farting, but there's so many other ways you can have fun in your life, even if it's the drudgery of waking up. And uh, what else can we add to our lives and our sex lives, especially if sex is a priority for you? And I have to say for me, sex is a really high priority. Sex for me, sex in terms of intimacy and touch and presence, like I was talking about earlier, presence is a huge priority for me and being heard and also hearing others is a priority for me. Communication is massive in my world. And uh, that for me is really key for sex and intimacy. So when I'm looking at sex intimacy, I'm looking at the things that, what sex means to me and what intimacy means to me, which are different than what sex and intimacy mean to my partner. And I'm aware of that because we've talked about it. So the value that I hold on sex and intimacy is much greater than what my partner holds on sex and intimacy. So, and yes, there can be those differences and they don't have to be the same. You just need to know what they are for you. If your priorities, like I was saying earlier, if your priorities are important to you, are these priorities, which mean the things you want to make better, they're at the top of your list and they're not necessarily being fulfilled by um, the people around you, you can outsource. And this is where I'm talking about, if you can outsource for a cleaning lady, you can outsource for all kinds of things. And so outsourcing and finding different means to actually bring in and, and have your priorities um, be fulfilled can create such a sense of relief for you 
Because otherwise, those things, when they are priorities, are going to be top of your mind. I want to make this better. I want to make this better. And it'll be sitting in your mind and in your consciousness and in your subconsciousness, chatting with you constantly until you take action on it. So that's just the way we operate. We have these things at the very forefront constantly in our attention. So if you have a priority of, for example, having a blowjob or you have a priority of um, getting tied up, then that's going to be the thing that's in your mind and on your mind. Um, and then when it occurs, you're like, phew, relief. But if it's a fully a priority and that's like something that you require regularly, then it'll be there, top of your list, um, for a fairly long time until it until something else um, strikes you to create and make as better and also gets on that priority list as well or maybe supersedes it. So when you look at the relationship, look at your different aspects of your relationship in terms of things like the priority in your home, with money, with sex, with intimacy, because they are different, with communication, um, even though those can go together, and children and whatever else is involved in your life, in your relationship, that is something that you are either sharing or or working with together. What is your priority in that? And then your partner can look at what their priorities are. A lot of times partners aren't going to do that. There's usually one partner who will and one partner who won't. And once you know what your priorities are and you're really clear on that, um, your, your task, your job, your priority for you is to then fulfill that and looking at the different ways to fulfill it so you can ask like is there an action I require taking for this priority and it may be you taking the action if your priority is cleaning and you actually can find joy in it then go clean if your priority is cleaning and there's no joy in it outsource the cleaning if your priority is being spanked and there's no and there's no Nothing your partner enjoys about that or will ever do, outsource it. Find somebody who will spank you. There's going to be people out there who will. Yes, it sounds like I'm telling you all to go cheat on your partners. I'm actually not. I'm asking you to look at what's a priority for you and know what's, what it is that you value and that you would like to make better in your life and find a way to receive it and have it. And it's not about guilt. It's about receiving and having what you would like to make your life better. And when you do, it makes a lot of other people's lives better as well. If you'd like assistance on that, you can contact me, though, through com, and we can talk about that. Until next week, stay tuned in and turned on. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.